0: besties. Welcome back to After Bedtime with Big Little Feelings. If you are struggling with screen time, and I know you are because you are a person (laughs) that is living with a child right now, if you are struggling with sharing, and I know you are because you have kids, this episode is for you. We are literally going to end screen time battles on today's episode, and we're going to give you the hot tips to actually make the concept of sharing click for your kid. Spoiler alert, forced sharing doesn't work. It doesn't work. We're gonna teach you a better way. I can't wait for today's episode. So glad you're here. Let's do this besties.
1: Besties, you know that after bedtime, this is a podcast where we navigate the wild world of parenting after our little ones have gone to sleep. But we can't forget our other little babies, our furry little troublemakers, our dogs. I have a little pug. His name is Moki, and we call him Momo, and he really is my number one baby. He was my first child. And at the same time, as much as we love our pets, we know they can get into um, some trouble sometimes. Let me tell you about a time that my sweet, sweet baby Moki gotten to a bit of trouble. My one-year-old was just learning how to do solids. He's practicing. I gave him a huge lamb bone. And the baby, being a baby, accidentally dropped it on the floor. And within seconds, I kid you not, I looked over. Before I could grab it, Moki inhaled the lamb bone. All six inches in a pug down his throat it was horrifying we rushed him to an emergency vet and thankfully thankfully it was a three-day journey he is okay but trust me the vet bills they were no joke speaking of which we wanted to share a message from our partner spot pet insurance because spot pet insurance plans can offer up to 90 percent cash back on eligible vet bills Which sounds like a game changer and something I wish I had on the Moki Lambone fiasco. Honestly, like it was bad on top of bad when I got the bill. But now imagine getting up to 90% cash back on that bill. And the Spot Pet Insurance Plan offers not only coverage for accidents and illness plans, but an optional preventative care benefit as well to help with the cost for routine wellness, vaccines, and more. And if you catch yourself thinking like, "Mm, is it expensive? Let me tell you, it is probably less expensive than the unexpected $1,800 vet bill that I got served. Go to spotpetinsurance.com today and get a free quote instantly. It's very easy. Disclaimer, paid ad for Spot Pet Insurance. Waiting periods, annual deductible, co-insurance, benefit limits, and exclusions may apply for all terms. Visit spotpetins.com slash sample-policy. Insurance plans are underwritten by either Independence American Insurance Company or United States Fire Insurance Company and produced by Spot Pet Insurance Services, LLC. Now, Kristen. Yeah, hey, Kristen. Hey, hey. hey. <laughs> I know that Hi. today's episode. I'm just sorry. I'm exploding with this. Going right I've been in. Holding yeah. this in all day. Yeah. I know that today's episode is really questions from the besties that they've submitted. It is. I have a burning question that I've been dying to ask you. I've googled For this. Me? Yes. Oh, you're wow. gonna know. You're gonna know. I've googled it. I cannot figure this out. Who the f is Gypsy Rose? Gypsy Rose, Dina. What is this? What
0: did I miss? Gypsy Rose, Dina? Who, what is I happening? I have so much to tell you. I have so much to show you. What? I don't even think I should tell you who Gypsy Rose is. I googled it. I still don't get it. <laughs> what? You have to you have to watch the movie starring Joey King. I think that's her name. Don't I don't know that's who her that name. is. Okay, I don't watch movies. Course, yeah. Go on. I think one of the problems here is that you don't follow pop culture or like shows in general you know what I mean or celebrities at all which I find to be such an endearing trait and one of the best things about you you know what I mean like you don't know who Kristen Bell is you know what I mean like brush shoulders with her I would have no idea Mm -mm. so it's hard to know where to start with Gypsy Rose I can't make that make sense in this one podcast episode wow we may have to take a little moment and let the men do bedtime and watch the movie and circle back to the best And tell them what you think about the movie I will do my
1: best to watch a movie with you I can't really guarantee it I'm not great at that (laughs) Like sitting quietly
0: (laughs) Like a spreadsheet (laughs) open Where you're just like doing a hundred different things With your spreadsheet I'm going to pause it and
1: be like You know what, let's unpack that sentence Like, Can we unpack that together? What does that mean? as a
0: therapist, you're going to have a lot You're going to have a lot to unpack with Gypsy Rose Okay, that's exciting I can't believe you don't even know what that is Wow Wait a minute Mm. (laughs) Kristen? Yeah
1: is that not the right person? It is. Did I say the wrong name? I don't know. Wait a minute. <laughs> Gypsy Rose. No, there's a there's a woman. Okay. Keep going. on Instagram. Yes. I thought her name was Gypsy Rose. Her name
0: is Gypsy Rose. Keep going. This
1: is a lady on Instagram. She's
0: a lady on Instagram who go also
1: ahead. has a husband and it seems controversial, but I can't she understand why. She does have why. a husband. Okay, fine. I'll
0: go into it. This is her 60-second <laughs> summary and for the besties who don't know who Gypsy Rose is, which like I don't know how, but I love you. Gypsy Rose, this is a sad story, okay? Okay. Gypsy Rose, her mom had munchausen. To a severe Degree, okay. So she would like all these things. So she had a feeding tube put in. She right, you keep your pulled kid teeth. Sick, you keep your kid sick, like for the sympathy, for whatever. And literally, she was happy. She's like, no food, feeding tube, oh my God. teeth out, just making her like literally making her sick. Yeah. So then, Gypsy Rose finds a boyfriend. I forgot how she like like on the internet somehow. She finds a boyfriend. Long story short, the boyfriend and her kill her mom. Okay. Murder her. Mm-hmm. This is real life. This is not a movie. This is real this life. This is real life. This is real life. So now the Gypsy Rose you're referring to has just gotten out of prison what? as an adult. Oh my God. And has a boyfriend and definitely talks in interesting ways about that boyfriend. And she's free now. So now the whole oh, buzz is like she's okay. doing interviews. She has an Instagram. Like the day she got out, what? she is branding <laughs> herself. Okay. This is not what I thought. This is wild. <laughs> Okay, that's Gypsy Rose. I feel at peace. It's a lifetime movie, I think. I
1: think you'd love it. So there's a real person, and then there's a movie. You're telling me,
0: yeah. Okay. I like the the movie because it feels a little less real. You know what I mean? And we then, need a buffer. <laughs> yeah, it's intense. That that's does sound intense. It's a lot. Okay. Okay. okay well, so maybe I we'll we'll watch it. Gypsy Rose. Maybe we won't.
1: Okay. You know what I mean? Pull I'm sure
0: hand. her memoir must be coming out in two weeks, right? Yeah. So we'll read that. Okay. If if I had to guess. How
1: do you find time to watch movies and read, Kristen?
0: Um, I thank you for asking, Dina. <laughs> thank you for asking. <laughs> um, I am the Q&A today. Yeah. Go on. <laughs> Just so many burning questions. Mm-hmm. I read every single night because I do the thing where you don't look at a screen before bed. Yeah. And so I put my phone down and away. And I read even if it's only 10 minutes. So usually it's literally literally only one chapter. But if you only read one chapter a day, you read a book. You know right. what I mean? But I have to do it every day to good calm point. my body down. So
1: you and Tyler don't lay side by side Reading. sending each other DMs <laughs> that then you have to look at memes silently
0: while the other person literally lays next to you. You don't do that? We actually do not because we have a rule that we have to have our phones down when we're with each other. That's good so for we'll, your brain. So we'll watch a movie. <laughs> relationship <laughs> together, <laughs> but I do send him memes all day you know yeah yeah no I see that I yeah. see you doing that yeah you do that It's cute you all day yeah you know me too I mean? we're married so. yeah we are married yeah
1: <laughs> okay let's get into some real questions real questions I have a lot more but I'll ask him another time <laughs> okay Greg <I> can't wait <laughs> Okay, we're big believers that small, easy changes can have big results. And that goes for your skincare routine too. These days, it's so confusing to know what product works for this and that and which work together in what order. So I'm just going to make it easy for you. The work system from Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean. It's high-end skincare that's affordable and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean either. When I say clean, by the way, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I do not have time to remember a 10 step routine. The work system is everything you need in one powerful package. It includes a gentle cleanser, a toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus with spring and summer around the corner, I love anything with sunscreen. Their tinted glow wonder screen with SPF 30 just came out in new shades and it's amazing. Dime has over 2 million happy customers and their product reviews are literally all five stars. Love your skin again. Go to dimebeautyco.com now and unlock your discount. That's dimebeautyco.com, dimebeautyco.com. It's about time you've checked out Dime.
0: Hey mama, we see you all the visible and invisible work you do for others and yourself. That's why this mother's day, the meditation for women podcast has a special free guided meditation just for you. Stay to listen to hundreds of guided meditations available for you. Some to help you sleep, start your day, release anxiety and tune into your intuition. Listen to meditation for women on the free odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, wait, I kind of want to start out Mm -hmm. by just talking to the Bestie real quick. Because I feel like, Bestie, if you're here, you're really worried about your kid. Like you're worried, you love them, you're here listening to a parenting podcast, you're on the parenting pages. I just want to reassure you, you're doing an amazing job. The fact that you're listening to a podcast about parenting, you're bettering yourself, you're thinking about these things, you're changing generational cycles this means you're a great parent. You know what I mean? Yeah. You can feel at ease. You're already doing it. You're doing enough. You're doing great. Yeah. And getting that extra info, getting the extra help that you need, like, that's incredible. Like, I just want to applaud you. Not everybody takes the next step or does what they need to do to feel good and secure about their parenting. I'm proud of you. I just wanted to say I'm proud of you. Me, Me too. too. Yeah. I love that. Thanks for that. Proud of really us.
1: Yeah. Okay. Questions. So first question is from one of our besties, Callie. And hey, 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 Callie. Callie's question. Ending screen time has become absolutely miserable in my house lately. My three-year-old cries so loudly for so long that I give him a few more minutes and then the crying and demanding starts again. And it's just really getting in the way of my relationship with him.
0: Oh, yeah, man. I mean, I heard it right off the bat, right? Which is... I heard the crying, mm-hmm. and then I gave three more minutes. Yes, there it is. There it is. We've it's all so done it. It's understandable. We've all done it.
1: Yeah. We have all been there where your yeah. kid is crying so loudly, mm. so intensely, that you would literally do anything to make it stop, including going, okay, fine one more episode or five more minutes, but I mean it. This is the last
0: one. Mm-hmm. We've all been there. Oh my God. Especially like baby is on the hip. The pasta is burning. You're yeah. just like, fine, <laughs> it's fine. The We're thing here, <laughs> <laughs> whatever you need. I don't care. Make it stop. I think I was there last night. <laughs> um, the thing is, especially at the toddler age, but really kids in general, they need to know that you mean what you say. And when I say that, what I mean is, when you say, after this episode, we're all done with screen time, you have to mean that after this episode, we're all done with screen time. When we kind of waver, when we're wishy-washy, it's really confusing for our kids. And you're kind of just asking for this cycle to repeat again and again because your toddler's brain is still developing, so they're trying to understand how the world works. When I do this, then this happens. When I cry, I get more screen time. Exactly. You can almost
1: guarantee in those situations, if they're crying and then you give in, you don't hold a boundary, we're almost showing them, yes, if Mm. you want more screen time, cry longer, harder, stronger, we're almost guaranteeing that that's what we're going to get next time. So what do we do instead? What can we do? We can prep them. This is actually so, so key when you let them know in advance what's going to happen. And then we stick to it, like Mm -hmm. we're saying five more minutes, one more episode, that sets them up to start to transition. Like they need those little tiny warnings to prepare themselves and it sets them up for success. And that
0: prep will not work, quote unquote work, if we're not doing step two, which is holding the boundary and meaning what we say. So we can prep until we're blue in the face. But if we're then sometimes going back and forth and we're giving the screen time, prep's not doing anything. Because you say in this, But we're not meaning it. It's still wishy-washy. It's still confusing. Prep needs to be firm. It needs to be solid. Hey, five more minutes. And then we understand five more minutes. And then what's probably going to
1: happen is your Mm -hmm. kid's going to start crying
0: and screaming and
1: tantruming. They're on the floor. They are just shouting for more screen time. And what we're going to do is hold that boundary. We are the calm, confident leaders. Hard to do when your kid's screaming at you. But we are the leaders of the home. Kids feel safest They actually need someone to be in charge and mean what they say. And that does help them feel safe and calm. But what we're going to do is we're going to write out that tantrum. Mm -hmm. We're going to let them express their feelings and cry and be mad and be sad. Because you know what? It is hard to end something fun, especially when you're little.
0: They are not being manipulative, meaning, oh, maybe if I cry, then I'll get what I want. No. No. This is just part of them discovering how the world works. This is their job actually to figure this out. So they're not being manipulative. They do not need to be punished. They are not, what I got as a kid a lot, spoiled or entitled or, oh my God, Timmy, you just had three episodes. What's wrong with you? No, it's just it's hard to end screen time. Whether you watched five minutes, whether you watched five hours, it's fun. You don't want it to end. I don't want to finish watching Love's Blind at night. Like I'm pissed that oh, I have to you go to watching bed watching that. I am. I haven't even started it yet Ooh, because I'm I afraid am. I'm going to stay up too late. Yeah, it's addictive. Oh, I'm going to tantrum for more screen don't, time. You I, know, that's why I can't. I'm not ready emotionally. Like I don't <laughs> want it to end. You know. Yeah. <laughs> so just allow the feelings. Let them come. And the more you A, okay the feelings when it's done and B, hold that boundary so they know, okay, even if we've been sliding on the boundaries for a year, two years, six months, two days, doesn't matter. You can start tomorrow. And the more consistently you hold them while okaying the feelings, the less and less likely you're going to see any kind of a reaction when you turn the TV off. Totally. And I find myself these days grounding myself in these
1: chaos moments with something like, boundaries help my kid feel safe or all feelings are okay you know because you got to breathe your way through it and then you know what it feels like one hour but it's really like 10 bad minutes and then it's gone that's
0: more where my brain goes i like like a time focused one you know yours is very rational which i appreciate and love (laughs) i feel like that's so helpful for most of the besties and mine is more like it sounds horrible but it's like this will end you know like this this will end Mm -hmm. or like sometimes i might have to like okay, this will be 10 minutes. And after 10 minutes, you know, at most it's going to be, or whatever it is, I need like a time to remind myself like, okay, just get yeah. through this, just get through this way. Yes. Just, and I'll be very honest. Sometimes mine's like, just don't lose it. Just don't lose it. Just don't lose it. 10 same. minutes, 10 minutes. Just don't lose it. Sometimes that's my mantra. Yeah. Honestly. Depends on the day. I've been there too. <laughs> yeah. Not always rational. You know what, though? I'm going to also say, I'm going to give a little hack right now. When you don't lose it after you mantra in your head and you're about to, I don't think any of us really stop and give ourselves. Yes. You have to stop for a second and really reassure yourself like give yourself a little hit of dopamine no joke to reward your brain i don't care what it is like turn on a song start dancing reward yourself in some way right away because we just we breeze through it we're like okay no problem We're like next okay gotta make snacks but when we mess up we ruminate on that we focus on it our brain goes into it so just a hot tip I've been starting to do this when I don't yell. And in my head, I'm like, don't yell, don't yell, don't yell. yell," And I do it successfully. And then the the wave, the tantrum wave actually ends. I will literally try to do something that will increase my dopamine. That's like a healthy, quick thing. Again, like a song or I don't know,
1: just some reward
0: to be like, stop. That was incredible. You did that. We need more of that. More of that. More that. Reward yourself. Yes. What's the next question, Dina? I love that you're in charge of the questions. Feels <laughs> really,
1: feels really nice. Yeah, I got it today, girl. Okay, next question is from actually Amanda. Amanda. Hey Amanda. Oh, this actually has to do with you and Tyler. Oh. Because you do this. Okay. Describe what parenting and shifts can look like. Awesome concept. Oh, It's something yeah. we've touched on, but let's unpack it because yeah. I learned it from you. I've been doing it more and more. I love it.
0: Yes. Mm. We, I don't know who we learned it from. I think I just needed it. We started it as soon as I was done breastfeeding, basically, where I, on one day of the weekend, we only get two days. Okay, guys, we only get two days. This is a full-time job. Parenting is a full-time job. Sometimes it's literally overnight. OK, yeah. so we have two days on the weekend. You will burn out if you don't take a break. OK, and like trust cook- me, I did it. <laughs> I learned the hard I was way about to say <laughs> cooking during nap time does not count as a break. Nope. You That's know, what I've learned. You're going to burn out. This is a long game. This is a marathon. This is not a sprint. You got to take a break. OK, and it's going to be better for your kid. So what we do on the weekends, we have two days. So one day I get the morning to be off and the other day he gets the morning to be off now you can do anything you want with that okay so on my day I love my routine I sleep in I sleep in until 9 now and then it's at 9:30 I run out the door and I go to a workout class and then I'm back by 10:45 10. 45 now we personally next level this because the person who's been at home taking care of the kids since 5 45 a.m because that's when they wake up that person is exhausted so that person is not going to make it all the way to bedtime okay on this exhausting day when I get home at 10 30 he goes up for like one hour Okay. It might be a bath. It might be a nap. It might be reading, whatever it is. He gets just like a short one. And then on Sunday we do the opposite where like he gets the morning. So he'll get until like 1030, do whatever he wants. I don't care. Go for a hike, go work out, just sleep in until 1030, whatever works. And then at 1030, I get like one hour to reset myself. And so basically both days, 1130 on, we're all together all day. I As love that.
1: Okay, we do it a little differently because neither of us knows how to sleep in. Yes, uh, I was never allowed to when I was a child. My yes. mom would literally come in and be like, "Hey, it's seven, get up!" and like open the windows, and the sun would just go into your eyeballs. Mine too. Oh,
0: really? But I'm a bad girl, right? Yeah. We both coped in different oh, ways. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yes. I'm like, I love sleep.
1: Yeah, you I'm were like, "F you, now. I'm gonna sleep." I'm, I'm putting the pillow over my yeah. head, and I was like, "You oh, got, got
0: it forever." <laughs> I have no needs. Let's go. <laughs> okay so tell me as a non-sleep because i feel like a lot of people even not due to trauma don't necessarily like to sleep in by the way it's a very normal thing at this point in my life yeah resolved a lot of things
1: i love being a morning person i thrive being a morning person 5 30 a.m i'm alive i'm ready to go i'm awake i'm excited for the day 40 4 30 p.m i'm (laughs) i'm just barely gonna make it okay (laughs) This this is true okay so the way that we've been doing shifts, yeah. which, by the way, is only like the last few months we've been doing this, but it's amazing. So I will take the boys because my husband's not really a morning person, mm. right? So I'm excited. We go on an adventure. Maybe we go hiking. Maybe we go to gym class. We go to a cafe. We go to two cafes. We're so the different. The love
0: cafes. <laughs> Keep going. I love this.
1: So then we come home right before nap time. Also like 1030. Yep. But I've been up since 530. But yeah. go on. Okay. And then I come in and I'm like, here you go. Here are your children. They're yeah. excited to see you. Bye. And then I just leave the house. Yeah. Sometimes I stick around for nap time, watch some, you know, garbage TV, yeah. scary TV, because you can't watch that at night. It gives me nightmares. So I watch <laughs> the scary stuff. I have this really it's mapped different. out. <laughs> really mapped out. Go ahead. <laughs> Please keep going. <laughs> I'm a planner. I'm a planner. <laughs> Nothing right. scary, just this. Right. That. If you want to watch a scary TV show, you got to do it on Saturday during nap time so you have time to process. Okay. Okay. So we mm-hmm. watch a scary show mm-hmm. and then I leave the house mm-hmm. and I go to a cafe and I go to a workout class. I go hiking, running, whatever it is. Yeah. Sometimes I go and just lay in bed and... <laughs> I have to tell my kids that I left the house because they'll come find me.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's worth noting that I feel like mine was maybe different back when they napped because we only have one napper. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. So we have like kids awake all day, which is a well, just different. Body. Out
1: here pulling all dayers. Oh, I'm not.
0: I'm, that's why we do shift that's work. That's the point of shifts. Yeah. But we used to do shift work anyways, because again, it's just like, like sometimes I would see a movie. Yeah. I remember especially postpartum. I was like. Maybe, maybe a year, because, oh, no, I was pumping. I'd be pumping in the movie theater parking lot, and it's like an 11 a.m. movie. I don't want to be by myself and like not have anybody touch me and just watch a movie in a movie theater for three hours. It's
1: amazing. You know how we were talking about celebrating stuff? Can yeah. we just celebrate this for a moment? Because so many of us, as women especially, mm. when we had needs, we were told that it was just, it was too much, mm. right? That... It was inconvenient. It was better to just kind of be quiet and like go with the program, and like, like you don't have needs. Push through. Push even. through. Like right. Shove it down and keep through. going. Yep. Right. Can we celebrate this? Like yeah. we are really changing things yeah. and taking time for ourselves and recognizing that burning
0: out is not the way to go. Listen, you're right. Like we need. Should we do a dopamine hit? What's yes. your <laughs> hit me with it? <laughs> like stand in the sun for one minute, mm. or put on a song, or. <laughs> something drink a sparkling water is one of mine <laughs> no but really we should i mean i i think i've always been really hyper aware that like i'm a worse mom when i'm run to the ground yeah. and it shouldn't feel that difficult for such a simple concept right like with anything else with working out you're not working out 7 days a week 24 hours a day cuz you know you're going to get injured and so you want to prevent injury you want to prevent True burnout where you just can 't even ever show up again because you 're injured, right This is the one area where i 'm hyper aware that the reason i 'm yelling is not because i 'm a monster or i 'm a piece of shit. the reason i 'm yelling is i 'm burnt out <laughs> yeah. and I went too far, and i don 't like to wait until that moment. I want to try to catch it before it happens, yeah by doing simple things like this, you know, yeah. like all weekends, basically, more or less aside from last weekend. We're doing this and it's to prevent a burnout. It's not like when it's too late and then we're like, oh no, because it's not going to work then.
1: I had this really powerful moment this past weekend where my kids are still so little that when I'm going out the door for my time, they pretty much melt down and cry and they're like begging for mommy to stay. Little baby does too. Yeah, they're begging and so they're crying. Mm. Mommy, please don't go. I'm going to come with you. And my husband to kind of, breeze through it was like hey mommy has to go work because they're used to that
0: oh and i stopped him
1: and i was like good for you actually you know what i'm not going to work i'm going to go take a break i'm going to go do something that mommy likes because i know that if i take some time for myself which is important for moms to do i will be a fun patient happy mama who's ready to play with you all afternoon. Mamas have to take care of
0: themselves. Oh my God. I'm <laughs> so proud tears. of you. Yeah, uh, it I'm was so
1: really powerful because that's what I want uh, him to bring into his family.
0: hundred percent. Our children are watching us be adults. They're watching us be moms. They're watching us be dads. So whether it's my girls watching me or my boy watching me, I want to paint the picture of what a mom does and what a mom does not do is run herself into the ground day in and day out and just kind of grudge through it i want to show yeah. up i want to be present i want to be happy i want them when they're older to take a break you yes. want them to take a break yes
1: now kristen hey <laughs> that was
0: weird that was weird bestie <laughs> sorry about that <laughs>
1: you can be weird This this question is from jordan hi jordan oh
0: hey oh (laughs) yours was weird that time i like being weird it's
1: 2024 that's the goal be weird question how do you get your toddlers to share this feels impossible i've started basically setting timers for toys and if i'm not there to manage it and make them pass things back and forth my kids get in endless fights over items Okay, before we dive deep into this, it's important to say, as a child therapist, when can your toddler's brain even start to grasp the concept of sharing? Because so many of us have unrealistic expectations of this. I hate to say it. It's round three, three and a half. That is when your kids' brain can start to pick up that concept of sharing. And then it's gonna take so much practice to really build the skill.
0: Hmm. I think a little bit of perspective on sharing. Okay. With all toddler concepts, I like to zoom out a little bit. I feel like it's a good place to start having some perspective. You're at work. Okay. And your coworker comes up to you. You're holding your phone and you're at your desk and you're like typing away and they rip your phone out of your hand. Okay. And you're like, what the, what the hell dude? Like I'm not done yet. What do you like? I need your phone right now. And you're like, I'm just, I'm mid email. Like this is really important. I have to hit this deadline. They're like, Taking it out of your hands, your boss comes over and is like, Hey, Jordan needs the phone. <coughs> give the phone, give it over. And you're like, No, 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 I'm really, this is really important. You're like, Getting us, I have to send this. You know what I mean? They're yeah. like, Hand it over. Be nice, right? Yeah. It's the same concept. And what are we going towards, anyways? We're trying to have kind kids. We're trying to have a kid or a person who is using their phone for an important email and goes, Hey, Yeah, you you need my phone, no problem. Give me one second, let me finish this email and I'm gonna, yeah, here's my phone. You need that, no problem. Bringing it back to the toddlers, so how do you actually build
1: sharing skills because you are so spot on, Kristen, for sharing? It doesn't work. It doesn't actually build a sharing skill at all. It teaches your kids to just hand their stuff over and not advocate for themselves. So what we want to teach them how to do Is assert themselves to say, can I play with that when you're done? And teach your kid how to say, I'm not done yet. Yes, when I'm done, you can play with it. This is how we're going to teach real sharing. We don't want to come in as the referee who's like, hey, you've had two minutes. It's been long enough. Your brother wants to play with it. Hand it over. Okay, one minute. Now hand it to them back and forth because I guarantee what's going to happen is they're just going to be fighting when you're not there. They're not really learning how to share. We want to teach them that yeah waiting is hard sometimes by the way and that real sharing does involve a relationship they have to learn how to navigate it and we as parents have to expect that this is just going to be really hard and we are going to supply the words and try to teach them how to assert themselves at the beginning the more we do it the more they start to pick it up it's like a little seed inside that one day is going to sprout and grow
0: This is probably one of the hardest things for me as a mom, by the way. Like, I have certain things where it's our advice. It's like the hardest thing. Everything in me wants to be like, give it to your sister. Stop. Stop fighting. Like, everything in me. And I do. I do, by the way, a lot of the times. Okay. But when I get it right, the sports casting versus referee thing Mm -hmm. is is mind-blowing. When you can keep that in mind, rather than getting super involved and setting timers and dictating the whole show, this is so simple, and why don't we do this more? Don't step in until there's physical violence. Yeah. I'm just going to say it. Straight up. When there is physical violence and we're saying toddler violence but still anything becomes physical we're stepping in right away you gotta okay you got to keep we everyone pulling safe. people apart i'm moving you over here this is not safe i'm putting the truck up here whatever it may be you step in right away outside of that allow them to have the moments to try okay everything that they're doing is stepping towards learning and we're not giving them the opportunity to grow and learn when we're just micromanaging everything yeah. so narrate that's still cool because that's where you can kind of like put the language in their heads of like wow johnny seems a little bit sad that that you have the toy but you really want the toy too huh and you're just narrating while they're figuring it out give them a shot dude i watched it happen
1: in real time in my house the other day and it was mind-blowing because you would think a three and a two-year-old like they're not going to be able to figure it out yeah and I gave them this space, right? Yeah. Everything in me wants to jump in and be like, well, let me help you. Like, what if you give it to him when you're done? And, you know, and I was like, well, looks like you guys both want the same toy. Like, what could you do
0: here? Yeah.
1: And they figured it out.
0: Word. Yeah. Yep. Not all the time. Yeah. But that time, yes. And I was like, oh, okay. That's yep. where, you know, I think there's so much misconception of our generation's parenting where we're just like appeasing and jumping in and we're helicoptering. We're giving you permission to do nothing. It's that principle of like, they can figure it out. Kind kind of. Yeah. You know, when anybody gets violent or anybody anybody is starting to get hurt, absolutely step in. Yep. But God, let them try to figure it out. Give them the language. Talk to them about it later. Read books on sharing. And then give them the opportunity. Cause it may not happen minute one, minute two, minute three. Feels like agony. And then minute five, oh my God, they just figured it out. Yeah. You know? Yeah.
1: Speaking of figuring things out, um, Gypsy Rose, I need to go figure (laughs) this all the way out. I'm gonna leave and I'm gonna go do a deep dive.
0: Are you gonna watch the movie right now? I'm gonna give it my best
1: shot. Wait, Uh, so it's scary.
0: I mean, Eh, she
1: murders her mom. No, that's yeah, it's psychological scary. Yeah, Mm, I shouldn't do this, but I'm gonna go do it. I'm gonna go do it. I can't believe you've been thinking of that (laughs) the whole time, just in the background. (laughs)
0: That makes, that makes so much sense. Yeah. That makes so much sense. Yeah. I support that. Go do yeah. a deep dive. Yeah. yeah there's. A, was it
1: True Detective? There's also a show. I think it was True Detective. It oh, has yeah. the same kind of baseline thing to it. Yeah. And that scared the crap out of me.
0: This I couldn't is- sleep. So <laughs> it'll probably happen again. This is like peak true crime. You know, like I'm yeah. not a big true crime person, but this is like, you cannot not be enthralled by this. I'm just going to say it.
1: Well, let's go do it. Whatever.
0: Okay. I'll do it with you. Okay. Let's just, you know, tomorrow's fine. All right, bestie, it's
1: time to get in bed. You know what? You did great today. This was a long day. It was a great day. You might be
0: listening to this at seven a.m. It's still been a long day. <laughs> You've still been doing great, and we mean that. Five thirty a.m. crew, yeah. what up? We've been doing great. We love that you are here. We are so proud of you, and we'll see you next week, besties. We can't wait. Can't wait. I to cannot see you. wait. I want to do another episode right now, but I won't. Okay, let's go you know sleep. Me? Bye. Okay. Bye. <laughs> If you are struggling with toddler or preschooler, tantrums, pushback, discipline, picky eating, just all the confusing things, this podcast, we can only scratch the surface. If you need help, our course, Winning the Toddler Stage, is here to help. It is aptly nicknamed the Toddler Manual because it truly has every single thing you could possibly struggle with under the sun between the ages of one and six within one course. We're not gonna do a bunch of workshops, you have to buy the sleep guide and the picky ED guide and the this guide and the that guide, no. Everything you could possibly need for ages one through six is all in this one course. We were never meant to do this parenting thing alone. You deserve to have help, we are here for you. You can find that course at biglittlefeelings.com and be sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Big Little Feelings, we give free tips every single day, they might change your life with one free tip. Thank you so much for being here with
1: us. This has been an Odyssey production, executive produced by Lauren LaGrasso, produced by Daniela Silva, edited by Bob Tabador, and theme music composed by Liz Full. Then studio lighting designed by Shane Sackett and designed by Jackie Shearman. Special thanks to Odyssey executive vice president and head of podcast, Jenna Weiss-Berman. And thank you for being here with us. We can't wait till next week.